Hey folks, welcome to Teach Me to Fish. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with us today. Our purpose is to help leaders better understand what drives people to serve. In any organization, the core of its recruiting and retaining talent revolves around leadership. And not just average leadership, but motivated, values-based, inspirational leadership. Our pursuit here is to get a little bit better every day. Progress equals small victories and stacking habits. Habits like getting up early, working your butt off, learning something new, being positive, and surrounding yourself with phenomenal people. I'm thankful for you taking some time to think about the kind of people and experiences in your life that inspire you to be the best version of yourself. Maybe you're out on a walk, on a run, or commuting to work. Whatever you're doing today, thanks for investing some time for yourself and sharing your thoughts on today's conversation with someone you care about. I hope today's conversation sparks some ideas on what you can do to inspire people too. But this might go into your know, why we fish situation. Uh, when I was listening to it this morning, and I hadn't heard it since the last time, maybe the day after we did it, I listened to it. And I thought about it. I said, man, like, it's been 17 years I've been in the military. Like, I started listening to myself talk. And, like, my perception of the military has has deepened from where it was. So I started to think about how I looked at the profession as a lieutenant. And now how I look at it, still the same love and passion for it. But I'm at a different vantage point. And and it's funny because listening to that podcast, I didn't pick up on any of that when I was saying it. But as I was listening to it this morning, it was like, man, this is a good hour of gratitude because you can really hear growth, at least in me. And then, um, you know, I thought I said, man, I was raised by a bunch of Vietnam vet. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was thinking about that. this morning. So I was just grateful to sit back and take all of that in. Um, cause it, I mean, it, it came to me this morning as like a, uh, a good, uh, like validation is what it was, you know, it was like validating to, to sit back and listen to it because again, you know, the statement, teach me how to fish. You never, you never, uh, you never go hungry. And so how that correlates to the purpose of what you're doing, who are your pupils, who are you teaching how to fish? Right. Cause that's like a metaphor for what you're doing. Um, so I was curious, I know how you came up with that phrase. The, the phrase I, I've morphed it into is, if you catch somebody a fish, you feed them for a day. If you teach them how to fish, you feed their family for life. Because what I want to start to get people to understand is the habits that we take on in the military and in the army, if you do those right and mm. you start to get better every day while you're in the military, you're, you're going to have a better life. It's going to help you with your spouse. It's going to help you raise your children. It's going to help you in college when you separate from the army yeah. after four to six years. You're going to have more discipline. You're going to be healthier, right? You're going to believe in yourself. You've you've accomplished some things in the military, ranger school, airborne school, air assault school. Uh, and you're going to say, man, if I made it through that, mm -hmm. I can definitely get through English 101. So that's why Teach Me to Fish. 
Yeah, so you're you're trying to nurture leaders, um, what it sounds like. Um, who do you envision as the audience for this? Because, you know, I'm going to share it. The folks that, that know you well will share it, and it will predominantly, I imagine, be in a military environment. But it, this, because this leadership can quickly transcend the military environment and get out to corporate America or institution or industry. So what are your thoughts on that? My first thought is leaders and the kind of people that want to learn always trying to improve, care about their people, they're going to be the ones that listen. And those leaders, they are the journey. That's why I'm doing it. That's why we're doing it mm -hmm. is because the listeners, the, the folks that want to learn and hear what these folks have to say, they'll be the ones that give us feedback and say, I think you need to talk to this person about this. I would like to hear more what Recruiting Command is saying. I would like to hear more about what the ROTC PMSs are seeing right now. Mm -hmm. What are the SMIs, the senior military instructors saying? Mm -hmm. What are the folks at the HBCUs? Do they have the same numbers that they have now in ROTC that they did back when you went? Has the numbers doubled? Yeah. Are, are, are there just as many infantry officers coming out of Tuskegee then? Are there twice as many now? What are the numbers? And I've talked to some folks like Jim Shutt at 4th ROTC Brigade. I got some friends at recruiting command. I got friends at ROTC that I'm going to reach out to and talk to them and mm -hmm. say, what are you hearing out there? What are you seeing? What are they, what are the folks telling you? What are you hearing? Why are they signing up for the military? And then sometimes those folks will become guests on episodes. And sometimes those folks will just be telling us what they think. And then we can share it with other folks and say, what do you think about what, what we heard here? Mm -hmm. Non-attributional at most of the time, non-attributional. Uh, but in some cases, the purpose of having people on on the podcast recorded is so we can hear the emotion in their voice, so that we can hear and we can tease it out of them. Because sometimes mm -hmm. it's not easy to ask one question: or, or, "What are you hearing out there? Why are people joining nowadays?" That's a tough conversation, right? Because if yeah. it was easy, we wouldn't have these challenges. We wouldn't have, we would never have a challenge with managing talent and recruiting talent and, and retaining talent. But this has been, this is the same conversation we've been having for 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. What about your, uh, your peers, you know, you about to go into brigade command and the fact that, but I got to imagine that like a lot of your peers are listening to this too. I know Gaspar reached out to me, uh, general Gerard reached out to me. So as audience members themselves and leaders, what do they get from this podcast? I don't want to. I don't want to say that that I'm going to give anybody something new or something mm -hmm. different or something that they've never heard before. I don't venture to think that people are going to get on there and be like, "Oh my God!" Like he's giving me some groundbreaking things. What What I want to share with folks is, yeah, you ain't in this alone. We are going through the same challenges. You've You've had some things that work, and and some things have worked for me. And some things have worked for other folks. And maybe there's some common things that have worked that we can, we can replicate. Maybe you tried it a slightly different way, and I can try mm -hmm. it that way now. And get them thinking. That's right. You know, that's uh, looking at the, the four strategic outcomes of the people first strategy. And ready is the first one, right? But ready encompasses more than just your, your combat, you know, effectiveness. It, like you talked about, the budgeting is one. You know that. Do you do you think the topics like that might venture itself into your podcast? Because most often in the military, we talk about the things associated with the military with respect to combat readiness. But like that, that's a great 
point about budgeting. Like young people are going through that type of thing all the time, trying to figure it out. You know, childcare, how to integrate the spouse into uh, the, the army family. Like these type of things help contribute to a state of readiness, which is one of the strategic outcomes of the people first strategy. So how, do you plan on addressing those or, or, or you know, will they come up in, in topics that you have with folks? They're going to come up. And when they come up, we, that's when I'm going to reach out to experts. I'm not mm-hmm. going to try to be the expert. When, when someone says, I want to hear what, they, what, what options we have out there for families, I'm going to reach out to somebody here at Schofield Barracks and say, can, can me and you talk for a half an hour? Yeah. And we record that. You talked about the multiple venues that the content is going to show up on. Talk a little bit about that and then how can folks get access to it? Well, I think there'll be a little bit for everybody. Episodes on all your streaming platforms, um, podcasts, anywhere from 15-minute podcasts to, to nine, maybe upwards of a 90-minute conversation mm-hmm. if it goes a little bit deeper with an individual or an expert talking. Mm-hmm. Definitely some series talking with Recruiting Command, talking with ROTC. Uh, what are they seeing out there? And how does that, how does that translate into Brigade Combat Team? Or how do the things that we're seeing at Schofield Barracks on Hawaii different than what we're seeing at Fort Cavazos? And mm. how are those things different? What are they seeing over there? Uh, and sharing what's, what's happening with the people that have been in the, mil- the Army for two to three years with the folks that are out there. Instagram, social media, Facebook, short clips, videos, reels, 15 seconds here, 30 seconds there, two minutes here. Uh, a little bit for everybody. And then in every way, shape, or form that I can, how do I connect the dots from the folks? So what did you do? Replicate it. Throw gasoline on that fire. Do it more often. That's awesome. So tell me, let's go back to the beginning. Because this, you were prompted to do this podcast for uh, a couple of reasons, I imagine. Talk about that. You did it in the, in the, in your podcast with us. You talk about you know the research project and and what, what you're doing, but how has that changed from then to now uh, in terms of reach, in terms of possibility, in terms of content? Um, what is your thinking about this endeavor now and why the podcast in, in, in the beginning, in the first place? So when I went to Pennsylvania for the Army War College Fellows uh, Program, I went in with a clear mind. I went in there with my, my eyes open and... I said, what, what can I do to help the army? What can I do? What do I know? What, what experience do I have? What, what, what are my skills? What are, what are my, my strengths? What can I help with? What can I help with like right now? And I thought about people helping people. I thought about helping people create unbelievable experiences for their, for their people, uh, creating cultures where people want to be a part of something special mm-hmm. and where they feel like they're part of something special. And then when I got there, I heard so many people talking about the complex challenges that we're having right now with recruiting and retention, understanding talent, recruiting talent, retaining talented people, inspiring talented people. Mm-hmm. What I heard was is a lot of different ideas from a lot of different folks, but I didn't hear exactly what people are doing and exactly what we need to do in order to, to tackle that because we weren't, we're not a hundred percent sure. Everybody's trying a lot of different things. There's no one panacea heard our whole career. It's, it's all about the people. 
If we get the people right, if we bring in the right people and we take care of people, that is the journey. The people are. The people create networks. It's not a short-term solution. Leader development and a competition for talent is going to go on infinitely. The Army will always be in a competition for top talent Mm -hmm. with the rest of the industry. And we will always need leader development. That's on both sides. Yeah. Inside and outside of the military. And then there's three themes for the podcast, why we're doing it. Motivation, values, and leadership. Teaching the three things. Understanding those, hearing from other folks. We don't have all the answers. But if enough people start not just talking about it, but getting to the so what, getting to the what now, how do I replicate that? How do I do that more often? I think we'll make progress. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. The three things, I like when you break it down by steps. You talked about a couple months ago, actually, you made the revelation that, you know, you know, I wonder, the military is not for everybody. Some folks need to get out and that's okay because the military is not for them. Can you talk a little bit about more, a little more about that? And, you know, the idea that we want to retain everyone and that might not be the best idea and, and how that has informed, I guess that realization have informed your take on, on this podcast, this project and recruiting and retention. I don't think we need to apply a model, the 20-year model, the retire as a command sergeant major or retire as a lieutenant colonel. That model does not need to be applied to every soldier that enters the Army because not everybody joins with the intent of staying their whole life. Some folks want to come and gain discipline, gain some skills, figure out what they want to do. That's why I joined, to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. Now, I chose to stay, ultimately, but that's not why I joined. I joined for the college fund, and I joined to get some discipline and to figure out what I want to do with my life. But when you help people have a better life while they're in the Army and help them have a a better experience, a great experience, while they're in the military, while they're in the Army, it leads to creating better leaders. When we pick better people, better people lead to better soldiers, and better soldiers lead to better sergeants, and better sergeants become better leaders, and better leaders create better experiences for those people. Better people also make better parents. They raise better children. Better people become better friends. And this flywheel that Jim Collins refers to, this becomes a flywheel. It's like, why do so many people who join the military turn out to be great people and turn out to raise great kids who then become better leaders? Why do so many people who join the military become better leaders? become leaders of wherever they go, whether they go to the police department, whether Mm -hmm. they go work for the post office, whether they go work for the fire department, they become the leader in whatever organization they go to. Where did you learn this? I learned it in the military. I learned how to lead. I learned how to follow. I learned discipline. I learned how to be a better teammate. And that flywheel is created. A great experience will ultimately lead to more advocates for the army. People that have a great experience when they leave the military, whether they do three to five years or they do 25 years, Mm -hmm. when they leave the military, they're going to speak highly about the Army. They're going to speak about the leaders that they had. They're going to speak about the experiences that they had when they were in the Army. And people are going to say, I want that too. I want to do something like that. And so I think the target, the main target audience is that three to five year population, both on the enlisted and an officer side. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So that's the that's the target audience. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, it's something about a podcast that brings folks who wouldn't otherwise be able to experience a a, a, a really personal conversation into a room where they can just hear the conversation. So you got me thinking about, you know, the people who get in and, and get out within three to five years um, having access to a free, really free conversation with, with content or some practical advice that they can I take. want people to be one click away from the information, not five clicks away, one click away from the mm -hmm. information that they just heard and they want to get to it. Helping people better understand what drives people to serve. What drives them? Mm -hmm. What's making them want to stay? Because when I talked about the experience that you have, and I said, well, that if you have a great experience in your first three to five years in the military, you're going to then be a huge advocate for us. But there's also going to be people that joined the army that only came for the college fund and end up staying for 29 to 30 years. Mm -hmm. Yours truly. I joined for the college fund and I'm still here. And so the reason that people stay is different than the reason they joined in the first place. They joined, yeah. yeah. I joined for the college fund. I joined to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And once I got into the army, I realized that's what I want to do with my life. Mm -hmm. And so now the plan changes a little bit. Now people start to invest in you because they know he wants to do this. She wants to do this for the rest of her life. But we can't give up on the people that decide they don't want to. And we're going to hear from some of those folks. Yeah. But they're going, to, they're going to tell people when they go back home or when they go to wherever that, whatever job they took, they're going to remember that. Or they're going to bottle it up and they're going to keep it to themselves. Mm -hmm. Well, that's good. Yeah, you're bringing out some of those stories that, don't, that, that seldom get told. Because at the end of the day, you know, whether you get out, once you're in on, on the team, you're on the team. You know, and you're just as valuable as any other family member on the team. Um, but, you know, you and I know it don't go that way sometimes. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah, it yeah. sure doesn't. Well, I want to yeah. talk about the experience and why an experience, a positive experience, a great experience while you're in the military should be something that people want to create for their folks. Mm -hmm. Why? Be because it's the appeal that to the Army. It's, it, it can be the reason that people want to be a part of the Army is because if I go do this, I'm going to learn discipline. I'm going to learn a skill. I'm going to meet phenomenal people. I'm going to have this great story that I can tell for the rest of my life to my kids when they say, hey, dad, what, why'd you join the army? What, what did you do while you were in the army? Hey, mom, what, what did, how, did, how did being in the army make you a better mom? It's the, it, it can be the appeal. And sometimes the mission is the appeal, hmm. right? You can say, well... We have to accomplish the mission. I believe you can do both. You can accomplish the mission and create an amazing experience for your people. Yeah. And get phenomenal results. You can do it. It's just hard. And be a great person uh, to your folks. And it starts with three things. Culture, purpose, and accountability. When you are a part of a great culture, you can feel it. It's hard to explain. The greatest teams that have ever been assembled you, you have a hard time saying, well, what was it? Well, it was Michael Jordan and Dennis Rodman and Scottie Pippen and Phil Jackson. Like, that's the reason they won. So mm. That's the reason it was so special, because they just had great talent. Was it? What was it about the culture? Yeah, they had some hard times. Every, every organization has tough times. But what was it about that culture? And when mm. you're a part of those kind of cultures, you can feel it. 
because they got character, they got competence, they've got commitment. Character is, is the values that that organization brings. Competence is the skills uh, to accomplish the mission that, mm -hmm. at which you're asked to do. Commitment is this vision of a brighter future, something bigger than myself, that there's a bigger reason for why I'm doing it. And that's the mission. The mission is the commitment. The mission is the brighter mm -hmm. future. Mm -hmm. The purpose is where you get after fulfillment. It's the backside. It's the things that happen afterwards. It's the when you're driving home from work, whether it be a Monday or a Friday, and you're driving home and you're like, man, that was a good week. I, I can't put my finger on every little task that I did, but I feel like we had a good week as a team. Mm -hmm. That That's fulfillment. And it's a motivation, but not the kind of motivation where you're just getting yelled at and, and you feel like you have to do it because you have to do it. But, but an intrinsic motivation, the motivation that I want to do this and I want mm -hmm. to do well for the people. We, we've all heard the stories, right? I, I couldn't let that person down. And they believe, they believe in what they're doing. That's purpose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then accountability. I, again, you can have a great experience, culture, purpose, and accountability. And under accountability, it's holding people to high standards. You're predictable, you're stable, and you influence people. So culture, purpose, and accountability is what creates experience. I like that. I like that. We'll see. We'll see how it works. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. One of the last things. Mm -hmm. So what now? So what? We listen to all that stuff. Okay, this is great. I'm about to get out of my car. I'm about to be finished up my walk. I'm about to walk in the house. I think this is, it's over. Thank you. Thanks. That was good. That was entertaining. So what? How is this going to help yeah. me? How is this going to help the army? Yeah. How is this going to help my family? Yeah. Like what, what do I do now? And the answer is check out one of the episodes. Mm -hmm. Go there, find one that drives you, find one that relates to you, a person, a story, something you want to learn about, and just get started. Just get started somewhere. Start getting some feedback. We need to get some feedback. We need these episodes to start coming out. I need folks to give us some feedback. Let us know what's working out there. If you're a commander or a sergeant major or a first sergeant or a team leader and something is working, why are all your people staying with the army? What are you doing? Share that with somebody. What's not working? Tell your leaders. And if you can't tell your leaders, tell us. Mm-hmm. Who do we need to be talking to that's next? Who do we need to get a recording from so other folks can hear from them? Reach out, find it on Instagram, find it on social media. We'll be on all the platforms. There'll be short clips. There'll be videos. Comment on them. Let us know which ones are working. Let us know what you want to hear about. There'll be glimpses on there about what's to come. And we need recommendations. We need people to give recommendations on what's working out there. Let us know how we can help. And then ultimately talk to somebody share what you're learning, how that can help them have a better life. And that'll ultimately help us recruit and retain top talent. And then you, then you can have yourself the best life in the army. I like it. What is the words you use? You, you say, I'm a, I'm a scholar. I'm an infantryman. I'm a scholar. I'm a. Yeah. Teacher, soldier, scholar, family, uh, a father and friend, teacher, soldier, scholar, father, friend. Those are, those are the five. <laughs> Hard to do all of them. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to do hard to do all of them well. It's hard to do all of them well at the same time. Yeah, and then I, I will add this: um, even the PhD has me chasing one question that I've been I've been trying to figure out since probably my sophomore year of college. 
And, and simply put is, it, I come back to this question a lot. Who am I? And why do I do what I do? But then those two questions are true for anybody that I'm leading. You know, who are you and why do you do what you do? And that has, those two questions have really animated my, my academic work, you know, why I lead, my passion for leading. Those two questions are, I still ask those all the time. And I don't think I ever get an answer to them, but the, yeah, those two I, questions I like I'm those. chasing the answer to. Yeah. Mm. All right. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I get to the family, the kids yeah, buddy. coming in here. Hell, um, hell yeah. Tell everybody. Yeah. I once again, appreciate them putting you on loan. Uh, always. I got you all on good. like retainer. It's all good. It's all good. No, I'm getting paid for it. Hey, social cultural capital. That's right. I'm so, getting paid. <laughs> social capital, baby. Hell yeah. That's right. I'm learning. <laughs> Thanks for listening today. I hope we sparked some thoughts about the people that have inspired you to be who you are today. I hope you share some of your thoughts and better yet demonstrate them for the people in your life. Our pursuit is to get a little bit better every day. Progress equals small victories stacked on top of each other, building like compound interest. Keep stacking these positive habits, habits like getting up early, working your butt off, learning something new, being positive, and surrounding yourself with phenomenal people. Please share your comments at the links in the show notes and DM us at Teach Me to Fish podcast on Instagram or Facebook. Looking forward to our next conversation. Keep the sky on your mind